What's up, y'all? How are we doing today? I genuinely need to figure out a better way to do these intros because I've been changing it up like every every episode. But like I want something that you know sticks, and you know I can just keep on going with it. Kind of have like a constant in the intros. Anyways, I'll figure that out. That's a that's a situation and a problem for the future me. But today, today we'll be talking about that someone, that someone in your life that at one point meant the whole world to you, was your starting and ending of a line, but now is just as familiar as a stranger that you pass by on the road. I think you know very well about what I'm talking about. You know that someone in your life very well. That person can be literally anyone. It could be a friend, a significant other, a sibling, parent, anyone. The reason why I want to talk about this is because recently I read an essay about how people we once loved became strangers again. When I read it, I just, it had such good and eye-opening points, which were completely valid. At the same time, I genuinely wanted to talk to them about in this podcast. Because when I read them, I was like, oh, I'm going to say this in my podcast. I'm going to say that in my podcast. So it just so it it made my thoughts running, you know, and I had so much to talk about and to think about. And the reason why I loved most of the points because I felt that it made sense. Most of it made very much sense. The thing is, the way we see the world is a perspective. A soul perspective of a, of a soul perspective or a perspective, whichever suits better, having an outlook towards life. That particular outlook can be different because opinions, surroundings, the way you're raised, the kind of beliefs that you withhold within yourself because that build up the foundation of your thinking. Even the littlest and the tiniest of things can affect that perspective. So oftentimes, it doesn't need that much of convincing to favor a particular side. Okay, according to me, this is how a relationship graph would look like, if I had to kind of paint a picture for you. Um, a relationship graph in a sense that, not exactly for love, just any kind of relationship that you withhold with another person. If I had to kind of paint a picture for you, let me do that and be here with me for a second, okay? So imagine a mountain, okay? Um, so initially, things are all good. You guys just met. You're trying to get to know each other. You guys are hanging out. Everything seems fun. You guys are having fun together. It seems too good to be true sometimes. It's heartwarming. It's all goody-goody. And it's going great. Let's put it that way. It's going superb. It's going great. And then comes a turning point. And that turning point leads up to a climax. Now that climax, the ending of that climax, can lead up to either of two things. One thing that could happen, and it depends on the, the foundation of the relationship and how it was built off of. So one thing that could happen is that the ship sails. It goes through that tsunami and it perseveres through. And they go on with the relationship, like how it was before, and it's just, it's great. 
But another thing that could happen is that they can call it as a breaking point and they will end it there. They will part their ways, take it off like some final ending and they'll part ways. So either of these two things can happen. But this is not a movie plot, guys. This is defo not a movie plot, okay? There's just not going to be one climax. Throughout an entire relationship, there are many ups and downs, many many climaxes, and many turning points. And when two people go through that, they come out stronger or weaker than before. There's There's a change in perspective that makes us view things differently. The aftermath of a relationship talks a lot than what we thought was going on during that time. Because at the time, we are faced. Faced would be a proper word. We were faced by whatever emotion. It could be love, it could be friendship, trust, hope, whatever. But we are faced by a particular emotion which puts on a filter in front of us. Which makes even the bad things look cute. It makes everything look cute. Like, imagine you're wearing pink sunglasses and the shades are tinted pink. So when you wear it, the world looks so beautiful. It looks so pink. It looks so aesthetically pleasing. So similar thing happens when we're in a relationship. We're so phased by that feeling. We're so overwhelmed by that feeling is that we only see the good stuff and the things everything even the bad things look aesthetically pleasing to us so it reflects on how we are feeling because essentially what we feel is what we see because we only pay attention to things that go in our favor you know they go in our favor of thinking it it matches so if you if you like something about someone and it kind of matches with the image that we have of them in our minds we think oh they're perfect for us so when that particular relationship is over, it feels like a little bubble is burst around us and it puts us into reality, sets us back into a more of a neutral setting where we don't have, where we don't favor them as much as we did before. And that's when we start to notice the not so nice parts about them. And we start to blame ourselves for being so stupid and so dumb to not notice them. But it's not our fault. That's just how our mind works, is that when we like something, we try to find the good stuff and kind of create an image of them. And if that image minds, like if that image kind of lines up with the good things, the things, the actions that they do, if it lines up with the image that we have of them in our mind, we, we start to like them, we start to grow closeness towards them, right? And that's just how it works. We can't do anything about it. And... So the more we train our mind into not liking them, the more we start to notice the things that disgust us. And the same thing goes for when you like someone. You know, we force ourselves to forget them because we don't have a choice. Because the pain that we feel thinking about them and that little hole that they left in our life, thinking about that hole hurts a lot. And one of the lines from the essay was, Maybe it's just that we're all at the center of our own little universes and sometimes they overlap with other people's and that small bit of intersection leaves some part of it unchanged. Either way, it's inevitable that you expand. 
that you're left knowing that much more about love and what it can do, and the pain that only a hole in your heart, and the space in your bed, and the emptiness in the next chair over can bring. Whether or not that hole will ever again include the person who made it that way, I don't know. Whether or not anybody else can match the outline of someone who was so deeply impressed in you, I don't know that either. That's so deep and so true. We will never know if that little hole will ever find its match, but all we gotta do is keep moving on. That little unknown factor, that little X factor will carry on and we can't do anything about it. We just have to get on with it. We never know that a hole in our hearts will ever be fulfilled the way it was before or will ever find its match. We will never know that. It is said that emotions outlast the memories that created them. There has been studies, multiple studies, where emotions tied to a memory linger in the mind even after the memory is long gone. We, we tend to take emotions from our previous experiences and we let it affect our future. We think, oh, this is what has happened to me in the past and I'm 90% sure that's gonna carry forward and that's what's gonna happen to me in the future. What happens is that we create a sense of resistance from our growth. And because unless we heal from the past, we will always be controlled by it. So what do you think? Do we just forget that someone's birthday or the firsts that we experienced with them? The type of music we listened, the movies we watched, the fun we had together, do we just do we just forget them? I don't think we're meant to forget them. I think they're meant to stay on forever. But what happens is, in order for us to heal, we force ourselves into creating these life-changing events into just mere random normal days so that we can fill out the void and fill out the pain because we don't have a choice. Because things can't be the way it was. Maybe fate wasn't in favor. And that's why we are here. And it's, sometimes it's also a fake game, isn't it? Like people say, oh, not everything is up to fate. You need to work hard towards it. But sometimes it could be, you know, people say right person, wrong time. There are many cases like that. And we can't do anything about it. We have so little in our hands to, that we can actually control. So we just turn these life-changing major events that happen to us into normal days. And even if we're reminded of them, we, we force ourselves to forget so that we don't, we don't open up a wall wound, if I may. You know, because just because the things can't be the way it was. When, when people say that, oh, you have changed, you know, I don't think it's exactly true. Because sometimes what happens is it's not the person who has changed. Perhaps it's the viewer's point of view that has changed towards the particular person that they claim or you have changed. Maybe, maybe they were like this all along, but only you were faced by whatever emotion and you never really noticed. So what's important sometimes is to realize that when you go into any kind of relationship, you need to be open to the idea of learning something new about that person every day. Because even after 
30 years of being together, you will find something that you didn't necessarily pick up in the first meeting, or the second meeting, or the third, or the gazillion times you have met, lived together. You won't necessarily pick it up because in a particular span of time, you don't go through each and every major event or each and every major emotion that you need to know or you need to experience with that person so that you can understand that, oh, this person is right or have you made a right choice? Do you get what I'm saying? So when we when people start to see something new in a relationship, it stuns them, like completely. It completely stuns them. And what it stuns is especially the idea of that person that they had in their mind. It creates a disturbance to the idea of a person that they thought they were with. And they thought like, oh, I know this person. And sometimes they are proven wrong, which is indirectly, but indirectly they, they proved themselves wrong. Because they thought, oh, I know this person. That's why I'm with this person. So in order to prove themselves right, what people do is that they try to find the good in the definite bad that even a blind man couldn't miss. You know, to make sure that their decision is correct, to make themselves sure that, oh, I made the right decision, I am I'm doing good. They try to find the good in the definite bad. And they try to adjust and they struggle. No matter how much they struggle, they try to blindside themselves by that. That, well, I'm not struggling. It's just they're trying to reassure themselves by just hurting themselves more. And they're not realizing it. Because they don't want, no one likes to be proven wrong. It hurts their ego. So that's why they just, they, they try to find the good. And what I think is sometimes it's all a perspective game. And that perspective changes how, whenever, but whenever it does change, it goes to the fact that we'll just love them after that change in perspective. Obviously, it's not compulsory to love them always because sometimes eye-opening things happen where you realized that you were doing a big mistake by staying with that person and you have these life-changing, eye-opening moments and then you're like, oh, I was wrong. They're clear-cut, definitely wrong. So it's not compulsory to love them after anything major that happens, but if they're a clear walking red flag, raving themselves in front of you that, hello, can't you not see? Like, I'm definitely wrong, but I'm going to try to pretend that I'm good. Then that's just us being petty, I would say. That's just us being petty. What I want to say is that after all this, all these explanations, what I want to say is that we never forget. We just force ourselves to forget. So oftentimes we find ourselves listening to a song while we're in a line to the movie theater thinking about how we used to listen to it together and how the song still is attached to that someone and maybe it will never stop to be. And maybe that's just the way it's supposed to be. You either love someone forever in one way or another, or maybe you just never love them at all. But what the great part is, at least that feeling will never run out. That feeling of love will never run out. You will always have that soft corner for them. And not necessarily because, oh, you're hoping something could happen again, but more so that you can't help it. You just can't help it. You tried. It just doesn't work because they have been a part of your life in the most crucialist of times.
I don't even know if Khrushchev's because of war, but they have been a part of your life in the times, especially the growing ages. If you're, if you're young, like if you're school, like if you go to school like me, the friendships that you make in school are so pure and so genuine that we don't think about drama, politics, gossip, all that doesn't really come in as a factor. Sometimes they do, nowadays they do, but usually they never do. So that kind of friendship that you experience in school is always so pure. So that's why that feeling of when you love someone genuinely as a friend, that will never outrun because the genuineness in that relationship was so pure and so white and so true. So you will always have that kind of soft corner because they have been a part of your life in your growing ages. So you can never really forget them without being reminded of them every now and then. And I think that's perfectly okay because that particular relationship shaped us into who we are today. No matter how much it destroyed us or how much it hurt and you had to realize that you had to part ways, in some way or another, you will never completely be strangers, no matter how much you may feel like that. The process of trying to forget someone will always, always seem interesting to me because we try so hard not to think about that person, try to distract ourselves so much, but there's always that one thing, that one thing that will remind us of them and we just go back to square one. You know, all that progress gone, all that hard work gone down the drain. It's so sad, though, to to go through that phase. I mean, the amount of courage that it takes is genuinely commendable because you never want to fall in love with a stranger only for the two of you to end up being strangers again. Like, you never want to do that. You never want to experience such a great... Falling in love is a great life event. I would consider it like that. So you don't never want to go through a life event like that, such a major one with someone, and then just end up falling down again. So it, it makes me sad. But it makes me it makes me sad, but at the same time it makes me like hold on, let me find a word for this. Because the fact that it makes me sad, but the fact that we can't do anything about it is so... We are put in such a vulnerable position at times like these, where we can't do anything but just get on with it, you know? So, yeah. Have I ever tried to get over something like this? Yeah. Has it been hard? Kind of. Yeah, I think I think the getting over part was so, so natural and... I wasn't thinking about it much during the time, but like when it happened, I was kind of revealed. Sorry, I was kind of relieved in a sense, you know, but yeah, sometimes I do. I do think about a certain events and the fun that I have with them and the true moments of joy that I experience with them. And what it does, is it makes me second guess to thinking like, was all of it ever real? Did I actually enjoy my time with them? Was that friendship ever good? The normal questions, you know. But yeah, it makes me sometimes second guess. And I never really have an answer for these questions though. So I don't know what to think about them exactly. So now there's just like a little little gray area in my life. But what I do know is that I will always 
definitely have a soft corner for them no matter what because it will be so easy for them to convince me and persuade me into doing something that I would normally be scared of or too nervous to do. And I think of it as a good thing because then that meant that I actually liked them and maybe maybe some of it was real. No matter how sad it is to see your friend, your best friend turn into a stranger, we oftentimes forget the, the good thing that comes out of it. You know, we're so focused on the sad part that it hurts too much, I don't feel okay. But what we often forget is that maybe the separation happened because it was good for both of us. We were meant to be happy together and sometimes it's not with each other and that should be okay. We have no idea about things like love and friendship. The start and the end of things like that is so unpredictable. But sometimes that's the beauty of it. Sometimes there's there's the beauty in that, that unexpectedness that comes in. We don't see it coming, you know? So if it ends with you two not being together, maybe it's good. Because that's what God wants. God wants for all of us to be happy. And sometimes that's not when we're together. And that should be okay. We never expect the good things that come in our way, but in the end, things always work out for the best for the both of us. Even if that means that we have to go separate ways. Because it will hurt more to see you being the reason for the discomfort with the other person. And I, when I was talking about this to one of my friends, he said, it might be the beauty, this whole friendship and whole thing, but the problem with us humans is that we sometimes end up getting too attached and then, then things just hurt more. Honestly, but we can't do anything about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, without, we're just getting on with it. We just have to let it pass, let, let it just go through with it. There is never a shortcut there. There was never an easy way out to make all of this less painful. I think the reason why I wanted to um, do a podcast about a topic like this is not to preach anything, but it was rather to, at least for myself, examine the good and the bad sides of what happens when someone who you, who was so important to you turned into a little nobody that you can't even relate to, you can't even connect with. It was just an analysis part for me to kind of have an understanding of what it is. And from what I gathered, and if I had to, let's say, summarize what this, this episode would be that things work out for us in the end even if that means that we have to go separate ways even if that means that we will not be friends forever and no matter how much it hurts it will get better in the end and that is the kind of mindset that we have to go through obviously it's okay to feel the pain but in the end there is only so much of a control that we can have So thinking about it 
in a way that it's gonna be good for me there's a reason why all of this is happening it's so that we both can be happy even if that means we have to go separate ways we both can be happy and fulfilled and not cause each other pain because that would hurt more to be the reason of pain to someone that you love so much so if you're going separate ways with someone that you love if you're in that process if you're already done with that process i just want to let you know it's okay it's completely all right and i would say god is here with you he wants the best for you and that's why he's trying super hard to make sure you get what you deserve and only good things will come your way just just wait is what i would say patience and everything that you want everything that you wish for everything that you deserve is what will come your way after all the talking today i just i kind of realized that we live in a world of of maybes and i don't know and i guess i hope because we never really know especially things like love and friendships they can come from the most unexpected things and end in the most of unexpected ways and it's so weird that we just have to get on with it there's only so much that's that's in our control because after a point no matter how much you try you can't do anything about it then just get on with it it hurts to not have that kind of control especially for people with control issues but whatever but generally for in general for people it can be so frustrating to never really understand something but especially love and friendship you never understand it unless you have lost it or unless it's something that you can't have you never really know its importance and even when you do get it back or if you do have it it's it's still an x factor it's still unknown we are still exploring you know that's how we are we we love to explore we love to learn something new and i think that's just what the case with love and friendship is we we go in blindsided thinking that we know everything but in reality we're just blindsided with ideals and sense we get a sense of like oh we know what it is but we never really do and i think that's the that's the kind of fun part about it sometimes and it hurts that's like also the thing that gives you the most hurt to jump into something that you have no idea about but there is a thrill in it and there is fun in it anyways i think i think that's it for this week's episode it was it was deep and we talked a lot about relations and the weird feeling of trying to forget dealing with the aftermath it is so interesting to me see to see how humans work in cases like these like seeing my friends kind of go through the same thing and hear their perspective and the moment of thought process it's it's always interesting
Because the thing about a topic like this is that perspective changes as the time goes by and new events keep happening. So maybe like 10 years later, I might not think about things exactly this way. For the better or the worse, I don't know. But I may not have the same perspective as I do right now. Things might have happened to me that made me have a different outlook on life. What I'm trying to say is that things change, viewpoints change, it's just the way it is. So yeah, just wanted to let you know about it and I think it's time for us to part ways for the evening. I hope you have a great day or evening or whenever you are listening to this and I'll see you soon. Love ya, bye.